Yeah, and I think maybe even more, I mean, discipline is a great word, but but another word that I think fits is you've got to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You may have to sacrifice a season to get that deer mm-hmm. to, to, to max out. You may, you may have tag. to sacrifice killing that deer this year so you have a shot at him next year. Yeah. You know the biggest thing I hear from people when I talk about this, doing seminars, et cetera, uh, if I don't shoot him, my neighbor's going to shoot him. <laughs> your neighbor can't kill every deer that's been on your property. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn to climb the... Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to wiseeyesmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Legacy Land Farm Specialist LLC and WiseEye presents American Roots Outdoors. Welcome to our show. We are in the studio. Redbone Mike Crace, Wayne Locke lives across the street. And <laughs> not from the studio. Yeah. yeah. From, not from the studio. Yeah. He's across the street from your yard. <laughs> your yard. Yeah. He's close to your lawn. <laughs> so here it is. At least he has one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here it is. The 20th of September. Archery season is open in a lot of states. In Missouri, I've seen a couple of nice bucks that's been taken. Wayne Redbone, uh, a big 10 point, another big non typical with 21 scoreable co- points. Oh, yeah, just taken in Carter, Carter County. Yeah, Justin took a nice deer too. Nice Justin, buck. Justin French. French, yeah. He shot it, I think, at Montier area. Yeah. Yep. Uh, congratulations to Justin and uh, whoever else shot nice bucks. Please send us your photos to our Facebook page, and we'll post your pictures for you and tell the story and, and help you get some followers back to your page. Redmond? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, one of the Cowling boys killed a nice buck. I haven't seen that. Uh, it was on Facebook. I don't remember if it was Ryan or Tyler, but one of them. I haven't seen uh, that. Killed a really yeah. nice buck. So congratulations. But doesn't it seem like, and, and I think this goes along with what we've been talking about for the last few weeks, it seems like when you hear somebody killed a nice buck, the same guy that killed a nice buck last year and the year before. And, but the reason is, is they're just extremely lucky. No. No, <laughs> no it goes back to They're over hunting it. over buck grits. No, well, maybe. Hey, maybe. Don't maybe. ever doubt it. Some yeah. of them. I'm not saying they, uh, there's some it is, I promise you. Yeah. But they're people that take care of their deer, they take care of their farms, and they plan to produce big bucks on their farms. They're doing and they're and they're they're good hunters and they do right. everything the correct way. Yeah, matter of fact, I, speaking of of planning, I was uh, picked up thirty five sheets of a uh, uh, barn tent for the underpinning of my house, and the gentleman there he had a, a five year plan all laid out. He built himself a beautiful home. He had a nice den, had all the deer heads on the wall, and he said he just got this new piece of property. He says, "I'm right now. There's really nothing showing up on camera." But he goes, "Here's my five year plan." He laid out a book. 
that he had <laughs> everything written of what month he's doing for the last two years that and the cool. next three years. And he leaves a whole bunch of blank stuff underneath it so he can put in notes and stuff and like that. And how old is this so, guy, would you say? Probably 55. There you go. Yes. Look at that age. That I mean, nothing against age, but that guy in that era, think about the average age of a hunter in America right now the, 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 with the largest demographic is in their 50s. Think about that. Uh, they've they've been saying that for quite a quite a few years now. That there's only one demographic in in hunting so like that's 53 going up. Fifty three to fifty seven uh, to sixty, right, is the demographic with the most hunters. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. only there's only one demographic going up in the hunting world, and that's that's the ladies coming in. Yeah, they've they pretty much have. I, I hate to say it, but they they were the ones that have saved hunting for probably the last ten years. Yeah, really. And that number yeah. is beginning to plateau as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and the youth. Our youth numbers, I haven't studied or researched them recently, but I'm concerned about our youth numbers. I'll just say it. Well, they're uh, doing everything they can to get hunting and shooting sports and archery and that out of the schools. So, Yeah, they are. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's well, talk I don't know. There are a lot of them that are trying to get it in. No, but I'm no, saying you ain't been watching the, the national media. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah they're gov- oh, the, oh, the federal I, government I, I is know, trying to remove never, that. But they're not going to get it done. No, they're it's I just like I'm trying to take our guns, guys. Yeah. They're they're after everything they can. I, I'm going to preach a minute. Okay, you got me started. <laughs> okay. They're doing everything they can to remove Christianity, to abolish Christianity, and they've caused division in our country with the, with the things that the left is doing. Redbone. I don't know what that has to do about Christianity, but they are de- causing division. Uh, but what do you back, mean? But, well, it has back, to do with Christianity. On, well, because the there's, left, like, there's like 147 different religions in this country. So hold on, we're uh, talking Christianity, not religion. Christianity is different. Mm-hmm. Christianity, mm-hmm. religions is different religions. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is the left supports things that's not of the Bible. So um, yeah. that would have a lot to do with Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but anyway, but but <clears throat> when you get to the local level, and, and I was watching the news today, and they were talking about all these things that are going on, going on, going on, that don't affect me or my community one iota. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, you know, these school boards, these attacks on school boards. In the state of Missouri, school boards aren't governed by the state. They're elected people in our community. They do what they want. I mean, there are some rules, they and there vote. are some regulations, but they vote. And I don't know of a school district locally that I would say is not a good school. They're all great schools. Well, they, they, well, they yeah. allow. Since they you allow, brought that up, well, let me let me let me just say this: We play the national anthem before every sporting event. Yep, we have prayer before just about every football game in almost every community we go to. Uh, our kids are playing all kinds of sports. Uh, there, there are some things that, you know, are done. Uh, like, I know some schools locally, they have drug dogs come in and run the halls twice a week. I love it. That's a good thing. Yes. Now, yes. the left would be all over They it. don't like that. They, they don't, don't like, like it. That. But, and here's to my point, a lot of that stuff that the left is pushing on the national agenda, it's not getting done in the heart of America. Because we're resisting it, we're fighting it, and we're not going to allow it to happen. So that's my whole point. 
So a lot of that stuff going on in Washington, D.C., I don't care. As long as they keep it, uh, the, the, those, those stupid coastal laws and that that they're doing on the coast and not in the Midland, Heartland. I've got two things to mention. There's a school in our listing area that a child, I'm not going to say the school, the town, the county, identifies as a cat. They had to create a litter box for this child at this school. Yeah. Did you hear about it, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, here's your one more. Yeah, and, and there have been others. Okay. And the superintendent, okay. the superintendent, because it happened at Thayer, and the superintendent had a backbone and said no. Well, this didn't happen in Thayer. This is another listening area. Right. Now, here's your one more. Kansas City, school in Kansas City, had a male transgender win the homecoming last week. Yeah, I did see that. Yep. There you go. That's the left. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I hate no one. I don't hate homosexuals. I don't hate transgenders. I, I'm a Christian. As a Christian, our responsibility is to be as Christ. You don't hate them, but you tell them that's wrong. That's what I got to say. We're going to go to a break. We come back. We've got Ryan McKinley with Legacy Farm Land Specialist LLC going to tell us about some properties that just came up, Wayne Redbone. This one piece of property has got elk in their yard every day that they're going to sell. Don't go away. We'll be right back with American Roots Outdoors right after this. Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Farr, and you're listening to my good buddy, Mr. Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. Like load him in the back of my truck. We can take it to a holler. Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed? Hey, Buck Grits, boys. You ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits. Buckgrits.com. Well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed? Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head. And it's going to help the lactate and dough, I assume, too, after they have the fawns. That's right. Keep the fawns going and get them for the next crop. Well, where can I get Buck Grits? buckgrits.com you can get a sample you can order it directly from the website and we're coming to a retailer near you if you want to help a deer herd use buck grits across the creek up a big old hill year after year got my gear hornady ammunition presents welcome back to american roots outdoors again segment two of the show, we are in the studio with Redbone Mike Crace, Wayne Locke. And the first segment, if you missed it, we talked a little bit about uh, our faith. Uh, we talked about uh, sports a little bit. Uh, the Liberty Eagles took a cleaning last weekend. They went to school with Ava. Uh, congratulations to Thayer's win. Hey, Salem. Yep. I want to give a big shout out to all the high schools that, that, that in our listening area, Cape Girada, uh, Dexter, Sykeston, uh, Popper Bluff, uh, Salem, Arkansas, Jonesboro that listened to our show, Ava, Salem, Missouri, uh, some of the schools in Springfield, Mountain Grove, you know, but uh, to their teams, we wish them great success and nobody gets hurt. That being said, we got our special guest with us today. He's going to do a segment or two with us, and it's Ryan McKinley. If you're looking for a farm or you want to sell your farm, this 
organization, Legacy Farm Land Specialist LLC. These guys are true professionals. You can call them for advice if you're thinking about listing a farm. You can call them for advice if you're looking at buying a farm. They'll tell you what to look for to help you. Uh, and they have all kinds of properties. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Alex. We appreciate it. Yeah, so, you know, I went down and shot a video with you, and I endorsed a couple of pieces of property. Uh, I guess it was the day before yesterday. Uh, man, those were some beautiful properties. Let's talk about them real quick. Wayne, Redbone, you're not going to believe this. Let's talk about the five acres and the log cabin and the buildings first. Up on M Highway at Van Buren. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the guy's name that built that, the, the log cup? That's Griffin Log Homes. Griffin Log Homes. I mean, that Beautiful. is an immaculate home um, on five acres. It was on originally 70 acres, but we surveyed out five, so you have two options with that one. You can bid on, the. you got an option on the 70 plus minus acres or just the home and surveyed five acres. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous place. Don't be afraid to bid on both. If you want the whole thing, you'd be looking at 75 plus minus acres plus the home. Now, if somebody wants to bid on this, they go online. They go to LegacyFarmLandSpecialist.com, correct? That's right. That's right. Go to the website. When, you know, you, there's there's a three auctions running right now. Um, we've got the 70, then the five acres with the log home and a two forty four plus minus acres in Carter County. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But um, once you go there, you, there's a link and it's called legacyfarm.highbid.com. Okay. That's where you go to actually register for the auction and get all the auction information. But the listings and then the links for all that are on legacyfarmlandspecialist.com. I think the thing you're going to like, Redbone Wayne, about this and our listeners is this farm. They run trail cameras. They got security cameras on their gate. This is gated like it looks like some place in Nashville. This place is fabulous. They got elk in their yard daily. Well, that's going to lead to my question. There's three things I'd want to know: <laughs> is there is there deer? Is there turkey? And is there is there fresh running water? Yeah. I mean, it, it, as a guy that likes to hunt and uh, wants a, a nice retirement place and maybe just a yeah. place to raise a family, those are the three things I'm looking for. Yeah, now, do they know exactly how many elk? Or <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. Me, me personally, you know, I come from the Mississippi River bottoms. You know, um, you know, major, you know, most of the time those are bigger deer. Yeah. But get on the website and go to that seventy acres and the house. You will see yeah. some great whitetail from that um, property. From that property, right there behind the house on the seventy acres. I mean, some some one fifty, possibly one sixty class deer right there. Yeah. Um, well, you know, great. if I may interrupt you, Ryan, they just shot a one eighties, one high one seventies, low one eighties, uh, right there, almost in city limits of Van Buren. Mm-hmm. It was w- really close to the two forty four. But anyway, go ahead. Those de- those those deer in that area really, I mean surprise me personally to, be, to get that large but they are that's yeah. just how it is yeah so the the 70 in the five acres you can bid on both pieces or bid them on all together there there is creeks on this 75 acres and the timber had been logged several years ago correct yes yeah it's got you know newer newer timber on it 
Um, what's what really gets me with it is the elk. You know, the yeah. elk program in the yard every day is right there. Mm. <clears throat> um, you've got the uh, you know Ozark National Scenic River Waterway there, uh, and you can sit on the porch of that house. And listen to Elk Bugle right there in Van Buren, Missouri. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is something special. Yes, it is. So they bid on it. Uh, I don't guess we, we, we have a certain price that they're asking for, it, or can we talk about that? Yes, they have their reserves on both. Okay. Um, I don't share that information. Okay. Um, you call to get there it. There are reserves yeah. on both properties. Okay. So let's talk about the 244. That I, yeah. that I went and looked at, and we've done a video on. It's got 30, you ready for this, Wayne, Redbone? It's got 3,300 feet of highway frontage. 3,300 feet. It's got an old farmhouse. It's got a creek running through the yard, spring-fed creek. Another creek joins that creek. It runs through the yard. It's got a couple of buildings on it, barns. It's got a three-and-a-half-acre lake. Wow. It's got hardwoods on it. That's been cut in years. It's rolling hills. It's absolutely beautiful. It's within five miles of Van Buren city limits. And they killed the 170, 180 within two or three miles of this property uh, last week, last Friday. So th- th- these properties are premier property. They're legendary properties that's got plenty of wildlife. And uh, if they're interested in the 244, what they got to do? Go online and look for that piece. Correct? Same thing. Same thing. It's, it's it'll come up the first the picture you see online. Uh, people that remember you know coming from the east to Van Buren go to Current River for years. Uh-huh. That's where all the Longhorns were. Yes, that's all you got to remember. That's what my first thing the my wife said. Alex, didn't there used to be Longhorns in here? I said yes. Do you remember that piece, Redbone? You been by there? Uh, yes, I do actually. Ain't that place beautiful? It paved is. paved yeah. driveway. Yeah. Drilled well. Three and a half acre lake. Hardwoods. Rolling hills and pastures. It's a premier farm, you know. Is that fenced, highway frontage fenced, makes cross fenced 60, 65 acres of pasture. Yeah. Well, my other my other question would be: Is the lake stocked? Okay, it is. Yes. I got a buddy that fished it, Ryan. I forgot to tell you, and he said it's loaded with three plus pound bass. Oh, buddy. Yeah, and crappie. There's a crappie in there too. So, I think uh, I'd have to take. Uh, my son with his new fishing pole that yeah. he wanted to verify this information. You're, I'm sure Ryan right. could have the same thing. I'd, yeah. I, I would want to go We really need to verify that. Verify. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan mean, would I have, have to, to guide you. there before somebody buys that beautiful farm. <laughs> he said you better do it before somebody buys it because somebody's going to buy it. we got a guy from Springfield looking at it right now. Uh, did you get a hold of him, by the way? I did not. Okay. I'll text him. Hey, we're going to go to a break. I want to thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Uh, this week we're Absolutely. talking about early Thank season whitetails. How Thanks can they find Bones. out? Give us the website again, real quick. LegacyFarmlandSpecialist.com. That's okay. where you can see all the listings, all the auctions. Uh, and then the actual link to the auctions are LegacyFarm.Hybid.com. There you have it, Ryan McKinley. Again, thank you for being on the show. We're going to go to a break. We come back. We're going to talk more about early season whitetails. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Eddie Salter, and you listen to American Roots and Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. And my old pair of hunting boots passed on down, planted deep in the ground around your heart, so you never got to worry. 
Hey guys, it's food plot planting time here in the Ozarks and all across the country. What are you planting this year, Wayne? I'm gonna put some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover. You're gonna wait, put wait, some wait, extra wait. clover in it. What? Smorgasbord? What is smorgasbord? Man, it is a variety of annuals and perennials that'll get you through fall time, winter time, and all the way into spring. It's awesome. You want to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Eagleseed.com. American roots. Eagle Seed presents. Welcome back to the show, segment three. We just had Ryan McKinley of Legacy Farm and Land Specialist LLC talking about some of these great properties that I've endorsed, and they have their my name on. I'm endorsing, personally endorsing them, telling you this is a farm to buy because of the wildlife on it, the way it's laid out. That being said, I'm going to be in Paducah, Kentucky, from 11 to 1 o'clock p.m. this coming Friday at 3557 Park avenue in paducah kentucky at the legacy farm and land real estate office they're catering food in wayne you may want to go with me redbone oh. <laughs> catering food in he didn't want me with them but as soon as they knew there was food there wayne will wayne will want to wayne go. loves food <laughs> i'll be at a football game yeah so i'll be there from 11 to 1 uh we're going to be talking about properties talking hunting and uh i'm just going to be chatting with old friends and just meeting and greeting people on behalf of Legacy Farm and Land, I hope to see you there. That being said, early season whitetails, my phone, I'm looking at my phone, and I want you to look at this food plot. Uh, my wise eye just posted this, Wayne uh, Redbone. This is a new product. Uh, we're, we're negotiating our partnership right now. Uh, I broke this ground three weeks ago. You ready? And the way we done it, we treated it with a liquid enhancer. It's not fertilizer. Living microorganisms, liquid form that neutralizes and kills anything that's negative in your soils. It's long-lasting. It creates the proper pH in your soils to make healthy food plots. The way we done this, Ethan Nicholson came and broke my dirt after I bush hogged it all down real short. We sprayed it with this product. You're going to hear a lot about it coming soon. And I want you to look, gentlemen, at these photos, and you can go to my Facebook page, our Facebook page, American Roots. Look how green this food plot is. It's a little over two weeks old. Oh, wow. We sprayed it before we break the dirt. Looks like a golf course. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. We sprayed it with this product, and I can tell you, teaser, it has something to do with Trinity. That name is going to be the name of the product. So... This product, we're negotiating sponsorship, promoting it for them. Uh, I'm truly impressed. Deer's pounding. You see deer in the photos right now. This trigger speed on this camera, I want you to look. These deer are over 80 yards away, and it set the camera off. That's the, that's the nice thing about that. With Those the wise cameras, eye? Yeah. Yeah, and wise eye, I want to touch on them real quick. Wise eye has moved GPS tracking uh, video into their new mini cameras. Yep, I got two two minis coming in this week. And they got new 5G antennas. Did you see them? Yes. And they're camo. They're camo. They're camo. That being said, if 
If you're wanting to be successful in early season whitetail and there's deer biting the dirt right now, acorns are starting to drop a little bit. I've been seeing them for the last week and a half, Redbone Wayne, but I'm seeing the post oaks and very few, <coughs> excuse me, white oaks, but a few white oaks are dropping. Find acorn trees that are dropping. Set your wise eye cameras up on these trees to monitor their movement. The cameras collect the data and tell you the best locations to be. If you do not have acorns in your property, on your property as you're hunting, you have food plots. Set the cameras up on the food plots or the watering holes. We've been getting some rain. Mm -hmm. We had rain last night, and, man, it just boosted our food plots again. But uh, the secret is, is not assuming. Using your wise eye cameras to collect the data to tell you where to be to close the deal. Yeah, and if you if you haven't got your food plot in yet, because like for me, I have you not can put still plant I have right not now. Put, right, I have not put any seed down because we went so many days without any rain. But then the forecast now, now the next seven days is nothing but rain. So yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll be out Saturday putting some seed yeah. down. Yeah. That being said, I've got a bag of 4-H Eagle seed. We're going to give away. We're going to do a Facebook giveaway, but also you're going to give one away uh, to all of our listeners here. That sounds good. Yeah. And that's probably what you're going to plant, the 4-H seed. It's got oats and wheat and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get a bag of smorgasbord down, yeah. too. Yeah. And that, I've got one that bag left. One bag left. Wow. Well, yeah. I've sold over 60 bags. I better sneak over there and get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, uh, early season whitetails, guys. Well, the bucks are still running in bachelor groups somewhat. Majority of them are here in the Midwest, in southern Missouri, northern Arkansas. Uh, there's a big buck. I'm going to tell a quick story real quick. Supposedly bit the dirt. I mentioned it earlier in the show. High 170s, low 180s in Carter County. Uh, I've seen several bucks between the bridge and Van Buren and McDonald's on the right going to Donovan to fish tournaments. There is a tournament this weekend, that being said. Uh, CRSA, the last tournament before the Classic Championships. If you want to fish it, you don't have to be a member. You can come and fish at 7 a.m. We uh, pay your entry fees there at the park at Donovan at 7 to 5 o'clock p.m. Rick York and I are partners. We're fishing. This is our last chance to make the top five to qualify for the Classic. If I do not qualify, this is going to be the first time in my life I've never qualified for the Classic. Hmm. You know, yeah. we were talking about pictures on uh, of deer on the Wise Eye, and uh, I don't know if, how your deer are looking, but I actually had two younger bucks show up yesterday are still in velvet. Oh, yeah. I've got an eight-pointer that's still in velvet right now. He's a two-and-a-half-year-old deer, and my Wise Eye's showing it. Another deer just showed up. My camera just dinged here. And, and last year, I had at this time, I had none. all my bucks were out of velvet already. Yeah. This is a doe. Now, look at that food plot, how green it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, pretty. Yep. That is. Yep. So, early season whitetails, guys. You know, we've touched on these things, and uh, don't assume, you know, put in the work to be successful. It's like we said earlier in the show. Wayne was talking about the guy he visited, and he bought a bunch of tin off of, and he pulled out his notebook, and this guy's doing his diligence. He's doing his homework. He's planning to be successful. Just like, and we say it all the time, it's like building a motor mm -hmm. or building a house. you got to have a plan. If you just go out and hunt, you're luck hunting. You can create your success by using data from the wise eyes, planting food plots, uh, pl making watering hose, uh, strategically falling trees to make them travel a certain route. 
And that's something you may want to touch on. How many times have you ever done that? Fell trees over oh, yeah. to make them change around. Change Talk around. about exactly. that. Exactly. If, if, especially if you got a, um, a path that's going to, a, I hate to say a neighbor's house, but you know, you, <laughs> you know, I've done it. So, yeah. I mean, um, but you want to, you know, you want to get them to go to a different crossing spot, different route, you know, fall a tree because it you know what they're, they're going to be like they're not going to jump over it they're going to walk and they're not going to just walk around it generally they will take an entire path different further down the trail and you can lead them to where you want to go and i do a lot of uh, hedge cutting on my trees anyway because i like to improve, you know get more bedding areas than that for these bucks yeah they feel safer it's also mm-hmm. good for quail etc but uh you know we're running out of time here in this third segment we're going to go to a break we come back we're going to talk more about early season strategies uh here on the show don't go away we'll be right back with more right after this hey everybody this is michael water with bone collector and you're listening to my buddy alex rutledge on american roots outdoors man don't miss an episode accurate deadly dependable Hornady Ammunition, from a two-man operation in 1949 to a world-leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady, each piece is hand-inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly, simply put, the best. Hornady Ammunition. Find Hornady Ammunition at a retailer near you and at Hornady.com. How many of you are tired of your batteries running out of energy, out of power? Let me tell you about Amped Outdoors. I've changed using the batteries I have had in the past. Amped Outdoors, I have the new 80 amp, 24 volt, single battery, weighs 46 pounds. This thing has produced energy all day long. Tested for two days, total use 11 hours. Cannot tell the batteries have even lost any energy. Go to Amped Outdoors if you want to be successful and not run out of power. They ain't down. We'll be waiting when they hit the ground. Big time coming, it's what we do. From a whipper wheel to an old house. Buck Grits presents... Welcome back to American Roots Outdoor segment four of the show. Uh, we've had Ryan McKinley on the show, Legacy Land Farm Land Specialist LLC agent, talking about some cool properties. We've been touching on uh, our faith uh, and a little bit on politics and talking about strategies for early season whitetails, why people are successful year after year. And you elaborated on that a little bit. Redbone, again, uh, touch on that. Why are people well, well, successful? Well, it seems like every year the same names are killing really good bucks. And it's not because they're super lucky. Uh, it's because they have created an atmosphere for big bucks to habitat, grow. Habitat. The, the habitat is there on their farm. You know, they may they may feed in the off-season if it's legal. I mean, they've done all the things right to produce and keep big bucks and, and to get that gene pool in the deer herd on their farm. And, and and that's something to speak to as well, Alex, is because if you don't have good genes in the bucks that are on your farm, well, you're really still not going to get good bucks. You've, yeah. got, you've got to get some good bucks in there and then eliminate the cold bucks, if you will, 
So they're not breeding your does and your good bucks with good genes are breeding your does. So, and those people do that. And again, seems like every year on social media, same people are killing 150 class, 160 class deer, or even 130, which are, you know, yeah. good class good deer, deer in, for, in, the, in, in the Midwest. Ozark. Yeah. And everybody else is, here's my fork horn I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they're not they're not holding out, you know, and that's okay. That made and them happy do, and to shoot that deer. Have that patience. Yeah, to say, it's patience. I'm going to pass on that six point. I'm going to pass on that two and a half year old. I'm hunting for a four and a half year old. I think what we're seeing is people are learning from radio shows, podcasts, uh, reading information. Uh, they're wanting to grow bigger deer, and people are really catching on to it here in Southern Missouri, Northern Arkansas. Right. And we've gotten quite a few comments from people on um, the Facebook page where people are like, hey, I just don't know enough to, you know, you guys keep talking about putting a plan together, putting a plan together. I just don't know enough about like, you know, the genetics, the biological part of this, the, you know, the the seed planning and that for me to be able to put a five year plan together, yeah. you know, so I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. And, and that's where like uh, MDC uh, you know, here in Missouri can come in because they, they did it for me. They put a five-year plan together for me. They totally have changed my property just in the last two years. And the next three years is going to be radically different too, yeah. because we're bringing, changing my property to where we're bringing the deer into the property that weren't there before, because it was nothing but just, yeah. uh, you know, cut timber. And now I've got, you know, food plots in there. We've got, I've got bedding areas. I've, I've specifically have cut down. Um, you know, hedge cutting and that to make bedding areas and that for the deer. But they will come in and let the people who have the knowledge come in and do the work for you. And then all you're doing is implementing it. Yeah, your county extension centers yeah. are full of information. If you USDA, want to go that MDC. USDA, MDC. And, you know, in Arkansas, they're, you know, in, in any state, they have county offices that take care of those kind of things that are, and are there to help you. So just go seek out. You'd be surprised how, how knowledgeable your local feed store is. Yeah. On things, oh, you know, because I mean, that's where all the cattle guys come. That's where all the hunters generally gather in that during the, the year. And you get a lot of information just by talking to people. Well, again, I just want to reiterate people are listening to podcasts, radio shows, they're learning, they're reading, and they're catching on watching these other people be successful. Yeah. And the people that's not implementing food plots using data cams, trail cameras like Wiseye, et cetera, they may not be as successful as the people that's using this stuff. So, yeah. And and for those, and there are people out there that just want to kill a deer. They just want to kill a buck. Yeah, and that's fine. And, and that's, that's fine. fine. That's great. And and uh, but but a lot more people, Alex, are thinking, I want to kill a big deer. So well, and they want to put some meat in the freezer. So people, I think there are more and more people that are that are shooting does. Well, you know that Missouri has got a season coming up here uh, for does only. I believe it's mm -hmm. October the seventh and eighth. We'll look. I'm pretty sure. And certain counties are letting them harvest some does yep. because our numbers. And, and again, this you can attribute that to people food plotting, managing their properties, creating healthier deer. And bug grits, the deer feed, I feed year-round on my property. I don't feed where I hunt. I only feed in my yard once season opens. When I start hunting, only in my yard. I want to hunt 400 yards from it. But it creates healthier deer. So if you got healthier does with bug grits, sixteen percent protein, twelve percent fat, you got does having twins and triplets. Yeah. So that's why these doe numbers are becoming tre tremendous, is because people creating a healthier deer herd. Right. And then the one thing that podcasts and radio shows like ours mm -hmm. has brought um, 
to light uh, something for years. Everybody said, man, you know, you watch these hunting shows on TV back in the 80s and the 90s, early 2000s, and everybody's thinking, I got to have big farm equipment. I have to have, you know, 500 acres of land to get yeah. these kind of bucks that these hunters are shooting. We're, we're able to bring to you guys you don't need that you can have like three acres yeah you know the amount, of, yeah. Yeah, the amount of deer i was shooting in ohio you know doing urban hunting of uh, my kids and, and me just with three acres you don't need large you don't need large equipment you don't need large plots of land if you have it fantastic uh, you know give me your number <laughs> but if you don't you can still get great bucks and deer on it yeah if, if again that also depends what your neighbors are doing you got to create the right habitat, the right food sources for them to want to stay on that three acres. Mm -hmm. You can't have your dogs running loose on your farm. And Wayne chuckles because I, I I'm texting pictures of his dogs every day. There's something over, about over at our house. There's something about his front gate. No, that it's they something like. about not keeping your dogs <laughs> up. I don't know what it is about that front gate, but you know that like uh. You know, we had, uh, during the summertime, you had those three dogs coming from the backside, the riverside. It's thinking, because all the deer and turkeys on my farm, and they <laughs> smell them, and they come over. Well, not all of them, no. majority of them. But anyway, that being said, I want to give a big shout-out to my buddy Bronson that works at West Plains Golf Cart World. Easy go over there. He's working on my golf cart. It tore up on me. So, Bronson, thanks for being a faithful listener, and he's a true listener to our show. So, that being said, I say that word several times throughout the show. Uh, covered great content. Yeah. We got the bonus segment coming up here in a couple of minutes. In the bonus segment, we're going to touch on some other things that you probably cannot listen to unless you go to a pod, your favorite podcast carrier. And we're going to do giveaways. What are we giving away? A 4-H bag of seed again? Yep. Yep, yep. Eagle Seed. Yep. Yep. And next week, our plan is to have somebody from Wise Eye and Buck Ritz or Buck Ritz on the show to talk about uh, strategies and why uh, and how to use Wise Eye and how they've improved their cameras and what's new, but also why feeding Buck Ritz is special and how it can help your properties. I want to thank you for listening, Redbone. Thank yeah, that's you. It. You know, good show. Want to wish again all the uh, high schools out there success, and pray that nobody gets hurt. Go Chiefs and go Steelers. Yep, go Chiefs, go Steelers. Well, uh, Steelers be really good if they just had a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's he's a young guy. He's going to learn. Learning curve. Learning curve. But hey, they won, so that's all I care. They beat the Browns, which all that matters to me. Yeah, but Browns was I, leading them. I've already they was leading them. Well, give him a minute. Of course, the every squirrel, you know, blind squirrel finds a nut, oh. but it's like anything else. I said, if the Steelers only win two games a year, just let it be against the Browns. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> well, Liberty's got to change some things before we're a 500. We're going to be lucky to be a 500 team. I don't say that meanly. They've got to change some things. These boys have got to get down and dis be disciplined, and uh, we've got the talent. But anyway, that being said, thank you for listening, and always remember. When your roots run deep and strong. There's no reason to fear the wind. So you never gotta worry what the wind might do, American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. 
Do you want to sell your land? Do you want to buy land, hunting land, farmland? Contact Legacy Farm and Land Specialist LLC. Ryan McKinley, tell us about Legacy. Legacy Farm and Land Specialist LLC is based out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We service all the state of Missouri. We're opening up an office in Kentucky. Come and see us. There you have it, folks. Legacy Land and Farm Specialist LLC. Buy, sell, auction. Ryan McKinley, 573-683-1449. Amped Outdoors presents... Welcome to American Roots Outdoors, our bonus segment. If you're listening to this, you're listening to it on probably your favorite podcast carrier. We're on every podcast carrier available. We air in 19 countries. And I just want to give a big shout out to Amped Outdoors. I know when I changed from the wet cell batteries and went to one battery with the ADAH with Amped Outdoors, I had 67. 4% left on my battery the last tournament. 10 hours fishing on the river in the current. Think about that. The other batteries, the wet batteries that I used to use, would not last until about 7 or 8 hours. Yeah, so you're charging them the ne- overnight for the next the next day? Yeah, it's, it's a 24-volt ADAH, and I'm running a Minkota 80-pound thrust trolling motor, 24-volt. And it's hard to believe I had 67% of the battery left after that tournament. Uh if you want a long-lasting battery for your trolling motors, your equipment, uh, Amped Outdoors, ampedoutdoors.com. If you use our code ARO10, you get 10% off. Yeah. That being said, I said that word seven times in this show. I said we're, we're going to set a record on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cross the street. <laughs> right, right. But that being said. Yeah, well, that being it, said. It, it's kind of like when I was calling the Fair Liberty football game, and it was Pruitt, 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 Pruitt. <laughs> well, it was. It was. Pruitt, Pruitt, So anyway, guys, uh want to touch on this, the bonus segment. Selection. How do you want to manage your property? What bucks do you want to target? What is your goal? Well, it's that's, pre-planning. That's easy. I mean, the bucks I want to target is on my neighbor's property. Yeah, on my property. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't have any good shooter Why bucks showing buck? up right now. They was there a month ago. They're Why not did showing the up buck now. Cross the street. Right. Yeah, cross the <laughs> yep. street. So anyway, so if you want to have quality genetics on your property, uh, questions. Just share your opinions, Redbone Wayne. Uh, you know, a lot, you've heard the term, people say, once a spike, always spike. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. So when we select the bucks we want to shoot, they're, they're actually three and a half, four and a half plus. Okay. From my observations, a majority of the four and a half year old deer, if they're eight pointers, they normally stay an eight pointer. Normally. So we target eight pointers. We try to take out eight pointers on our farms at four and a half. Mm-hmm. And the 10 pointers, if they're three and a half, four and a half, we try to let them walk because we want that 10 point genetics passed on through the does. I agree. And I know Redbone, we, and we had talked about this in a previous episode last year that the scientifically it's been proven that between that three and a half and five and a half year old mark, these deer can make ginormous jumps in antler size. A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's a three and a half. It's you know, it's a one twenty. How much bigger is it going to get?" You'd be surprised. Yeah. As long as you give them the right feed, the right minerals, and they got what they need to grow, they're going to grow. But it comes down to one thing: discipline. Discipline. You, you got to like be sports. disciplined. Yeah. Yep. You got to be disciplined. You got to be able to say, 
Nope, not today. And the old saying of, well, what you should shoot the first day, whatever you would shoot on the last day or however that Not if you goes. want to grow big deer. Not if you want to grow big deer. Yeah, and I think maybe even more, I mean, discipline is a great word, but, but another word that I think fits is you've got to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You may have to sacrifice a season to get that deer mm-hmm. to, to, to max out. Nothing you may, wrong with eating you may have tag. to sacrifice killing that deer this year so you have a shot at him next year. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing I hear from people when I talk about this, doing seminars, et cetera, uh, if I don't shoot him, my neighbor's going to shoot him. <laughs> your neighbor can't kill every deer that's been on your property right. because they go over to his property. Trust me. If you done statistics on it and studies, <laughs> you'd least, be surprised what percentage of deer really does get killed. Right. At least legally. Yeah, unless they're on the spotlight legally out there, or road hunting. Yeah, but but you're exactly right. The statistics show that from the population and then the number of deer that are harvested, we don't make a dent in the deer population with the harvest of the deer every year. Yeah, let's talk about does. Okay, and I was taught this from biologists, and I had a guy, Mister John Sloan, one of the greatest outdoor riders ever. He's no longer with us. He asked me a question. He goes, Alex. On your property, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's see how smart you are and what you know about wildlife deer management. I said, okay, John, what's the question? If you want to create a great stable farm, what doe should you target and what age group if you want to reduce the numbers of deer on your farm? I said, oh, that's easy. I said, I want to shoot the older does. He chuckled. He goes, yep, just what I thought. You answered the same thing most people would do. Mm-hmm. He said, you want to target your healthier does, your two-, three-, and four-year-old does, because they're producing do- twins and triplets. So if you want to reduce the numbers, that's the does you want to kill. Your older does, are, some of these does are barren. They're not even having fawns. Right. So he taught me something, and i done more research, and I, I talked with biologists, et cetera, and it made sense to me. Redbone? Yeah, and the other side of that, though, and that's if you're wanting to reduce the number of does on your farm. Now, if you're wanting to increase the number of does, yeah. it's just the opposite. Exactly. You you want to leave those younger, uh, and, you want to leave some of those uh, younger deer alone so they can produce more. Exactly. And more years of producing. And then the older deer that, that aren't doing anything, yeah, go ahead and take them out. They're just eating food that could be reserved for your younger, healthier deer that are still fawn producing. I want want to share this, too. Again, it's just my opinion, whether you want to agree with me or not. Uh, This is something I've done for many years, Wayne. You you know it. You know how I roll. Uh, My properties I hunt, I do not shoot any of my does before the rut. I do not shoot them before the rut. The reason behind that is if you leave your does alone on your properties, and they come in and planted the majority of my food plots, the biggest food plots in the middle of the property. They come into the middle of the property. They they use the bathroom there, and they, they spend most of their time there. So think about this. It's kind of on the knob, the middle of my property. And if you've got 30, 40 does in their pen and the rut's coming on, how far do you think that scent carries in thermals? To these bucks that may be cruising a mile away or whatever. It's going to make them come investigate. That's my theory. That's my plan. That's what I believe. It's what I've implemented, what I've used for many years, and it's created success on my farms that I hunt. Redbone? Yeah, and uh, and that's the thing about the scent. 
if those bucks start smelling those does and estrus, they're coming to the land of opportunity. Yeah. It's like a, this is where the party's at, guys. This is where all the girls hang out. Think about it. If you were single and you remember in your teenage years, you was looking for a girl. You couldn't wait for the homecoming dance. You know, think about it. You want to go where the girls is at. Huh? That's why I took home ec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and French. And French. And French. I was the only guy in French class. Yeah. Yeah. So that's some of the things I believe in. And, uh, I think we've shared some knowledge with our listeners that's going to help them manage their properties uh, even better than what they have. So if you got any questions, please get contact us on our Facebook page and Messenger. We'd love to share our knowledge with you, what we think. Doesn't mean we're always right, but how we roll here and, at American and, Roots. And if you have a – say your property, you notice you have – you think you have too many does. Well, get out there and shoot some then. You know, and people, I've heard people say, well, you know, I, I usually only eat one a year. I guarantee there's some families around that yeah, would probably appreciate. If you, you do it legally, appreciate deer, feed right. some families. I give my yeah. majority of my meat away every year yeah. to I gave, families. I give my dough away to a yeah. family that or, needed it. Or allow somebody else to come in. Right. Yeah. But again, yeah. I don't do that till after the rut's over. Yeah. That's me. Right. That, that's what way I wrote. You can do whatever you want, but I don't do that because here's what happens. You shoot a doe. Over food plot, and there's 20 deer in that food plot. You just educated those deer. Driving in there, shooting that deer, the whack sound, whatever. You shoot one of the right, whatever. You're educating them deer. That's danger. Low-key pressure is a secret to having a great farm. Mm -hmm. Or programming your deer with doing the same thing every day, going in and out of your property at the same time. They get used to it. If you do not shoot and bang at them, they will adapt just like cattle. Yeah, going back to that, we've been able to buy, we're about out of time, yeah. uh, bonus tags in Missouri yeah. for I don't know how many years now. And <laughs> and I've, I always buy two. Yeah. And I think in all the time I've ever hunted, I've, I've only used three or four of them. Yeah. Because I'm not going to use that tag for a doe until I've already harvested my buck for exactly the reason you were just talking about. You go in there and shoot that doe or start shooting does and taking does out. Those bucks are going to hear that, too. They're going to hear danger. They're going to leave. They smell it, everything. They leave. They don't, they don't leave. like big, mature bucks do not like any human pressure. And, and uh, I want to say uh, I encourage our listeners to go out and shoot these does on October 7th and 8th in Missouri. we got to get these doe numbers down. Uh, and I'm I think, not good. I think you can use rifle during that. You can. Those two days. Yeah. It's not just archery. Yeah. So I'll be out there. Oh, yeah. You need to get you some does killed. Uh I'm not going to do it on my property. I'm going to let Wayne do it on this. <laughs> and all I got, his other deer will run over to your uh, place. That's right. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening. And remember, share the outdoors, God's great creation. And we're, we're blessed to have the people that we work with. And we thank all the local radio sponsors and our podcast sponsors. Uh, share the outdoors. Wayne? Yeah, get your kids out there. Uh, that's number one thing. You got to get these young kids involved. Get them out there. Introduce them. Let this sport keep going on because it's it's starting to get a dying breed now. Dying breed. But hey, like we say here at American Roots Outdoors, when your roots run deep and strong, there is no reason to fear the wind. Till it's time to shoot American Roots. Take it to a holler. Take it to a field. Across the creek. Up a big